Welcome to Coffee Brights Espresso Shots, your supposed to be bi-weekly refresher of tech news tips and insights in the one drinking the coffee. Yeah, it's supposed to be bi-weekly. I'm Miles, this is Sam, and today's the uh, We're Not Dead episode. Um, we promise. We just want to do a, we promise we're back on schedule. We just want to explain why there's been a little bit of a gap in the past month of any new episodes. Well, um, hopefully back on schedule. Because if your we're not, season's we're done for. not over. It's not over, but I think we should be able to try and work around it more. That's good to um, hear. That's good to hear. So, yeah. Uh, Sam, what's been going on? Uh, well, first off, yes, I'd like to also add my apology. Um, I've had a few people like, hey, is the podcast like dead? I'm like, no, I promise. I promise it's not dead. We're still, we're, we are keeping it going. Here we are, back in your ears once again. What has been going on with me? Man, it's been a pretty wild month. Uh, I'm currently, if you can't already tell, I am currently sick. <laughs> I have like some kind of flu, so I'm fighting that off. Um, I hopefully am at right at the end here. Hopefully I'm going to be back up and going normal soon, but, um, God, wow. Work's been crazy. Um, that's really where the, the, the kicker was, you know, for both of us is work just yeah. simultaneously took this massive uptick in how much time and effort was required of both of us. Oh, man, so many things just happened. Because I think um, this episode was originally... We originally started recording this, what, the week after the Universal episode came out? Like, we were on schedule. Yep. And then your audacity just decided that it no longer vibed with this universe. And it didn't completely at all. imploded. So... That just got pushed off, and then all your travel started and is still oh, yeah. going, but it's just all this yes, stuff sir. happened, and now here we are, almost a month after uh, our last a upload. A month and a few days, I think. Yep, after our last upload, like three, four and days. Uh, it's like, shoot, where this is crazy, we need to get this back. Yep. But no, we are back now, the podcast lives, we are alive. Yeah, it's been good, it's been good. Uh, what's been going on with you? Um, I think you sort of, you hit it on the bone. Uh, works took a, a turn to the, uh, get me away from my desk and out of my house. I've been traveling a bit. Um, I think that both of those trips and then the extra one are really good experiences for me, uh, from the perspective of, uh, growing as a professional and learning to not exist in my basement, um, at my computer or in an office at a desk. But they do result in me being pulled away from everything I'm familiar with. And I'm in a hotel with my work laptop and then my personal laptop and no way to record anything. And those typically last a Sunday uh, through a Saturday. So I've had no time outside of uh, my working days to do anything else. I'm not complaining about it. I get to hang out with coworkers on site, get dinner with them. And it's been a nice time, but I, I've I've missed the fact that I can just hop into a Discord call and chat with friends at home. I haven't been able to do that, and I didn't realize how much I missed it until uh, I was gone from it for a few weeks. Yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from there. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely been weird not having you around online for this entire time. It's kind of been a it's been a it's been a weird mileless gap. And, and not to say that chaos we've lost communication. Like we've been, we've kept communication almost. I mean, we've kept constant, near daily communication. Yeah, but they're mostly either through bizarre Snapchats or just random text yeah, strings. Yeah, bizarre text Snapchats, text strings, 
what have you but one D D session i think yeah one D session um but it's not like hanging out in a call chilling yeah. playing games anything like it's that not like so. the, the late night games where i'm like i should go to sleep for work tomorrow but still stay up hey None man you can't, you can't end on a loss right you can't end on a loss it's never ended badly for anyone um but first off a very important thing that we need to talk about here is what are you drinking so uh, we're drinking the same thing again it's uh currently yes, seven o'clock for me so i am drinking a decaf um I know that this can probably be integrated into this episode, but both of us have undergone a little bit of an upgrade to our caffeination creation systems. Yes, sir. Um, in my case, it means that the caffeine content of any cup I make has been boosted up by a considerable amount. So I'm bouncing after a single cup. So I can't do decaf after like four o'clock now, or I can't do a caffeinate after four o'clock. So I'm I'm big on that that caffeine uh, that caffeine withdrawal symptoms because I I need it after work but I'm not getting it so I'm doing the, the three ships decaf <laughs> pretty go to standard for me I have a half of a bag left so I need to get some more of that what about you I think you're doing the same thing right yeah also doing the three ships decaf you brought out um, but yeah like Miles said a little bit of an upgrade in my and Miles department Miles was making an upgrade to his espresso machine and was generous enough to pass along his old one to Danny and I so that is now living cozy in our kitchen and uh, learning how to pull good espresso after doing stovetop for this entire time and it's been it's been fun to learn and the coffee tastes this is so this is the first espresso shot where we've both had espresso shots which is something I think I remarked on last night I was it, it was really late at night that I made that that connection I think um, or was that this morning? Yeah, it was this morning. It was 10.30 or 10.03. Uh, time's compressing for me. I swear. Time doesn't exist. Oh, Especially yeah. when you're sick and up on all sorts of medication. Time is a constant. Caffeinated and sick, time just probably feels like it's not moving at all. Like you just exist in a single moment in time for the entire day. And then you're like, oh, an hour's passed. It really has been like that the last few days. We're back, baby. Yeah, we are back. We are, we are back better than ever. We have some pretty fun episodes planned. Uh, coming up be on the lookout for those this is not the end of it i'm just saying we got some fun things um on the horizon some ones that are in need a bit of prep which there's always the fun episodes where you have to do a little bit of uh yeah we do have some things in the research that are going to be hopefully coming out pretty soon but they're kind of big definitely don't want to say anything right now because miles and i are pretty excited about it some pretty big ideas and uh danny coming in to help us with a few things too but um danny's saving the podcast single-handedly big things in the works Big things in the works. But yeah, what, what's uh, what's today's topic? Our, our main topic for this little espresso shot well, worth of content. Now that we've addressed where we've been, I think it's time to address the topic that we tried to record in the previous recording episode or uh, session, which is essentially something was brought to our attention when you came out to visit us uh, beginning of March or end of March, rather. And that was your recent deep dive into niche audiophile equipment. Yes. Uh-huh. And I was hoping you could kind of sit down and talk to us today about uh, what's been going on there. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to. Uh, preface to this, I'm no expert in this field. I'm a hobbyist, so there are definitely people who know a lot more, but I think that I can give a very good high-level uh, insight into a lot of these fields. Uh, but in essence, this sort of deep dive uh, has been in part because of the music I listen to. Uh, most of my music is, in fact, uh, soundtracks 
in any way, shape, and form. I it's either soundtracks or Taylor Swift, really. That's just pretty bad, but uh, that's the weird juxtaposition. And within soundtracks, you can get a lot out of music um, by just listening to certain parts of it. Like within a soundtrack, if an instrument is closer to you or farther away from you, that can sort of impact how it's going to push a feeling across. So it's going to really push across how uh, the music, it's it's really feeling for it based on the location, the volume of it. And so I like listening to music. It calms me down after work a lot more. And one of my friends, um, I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if he wants me to, but uh, sort of pushed into my mind uh, that uh, better audio equipment, better headphones might enhance that music listening experience a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, before this, I had been rocking some like open back headphones, so I'd already dabbled into them a bit, trying to understand like, hey, better headphones can lead to better sound. So I knew that it was a thing, um, but I made the bold decision to just pull the trigger on a set of uh, campfire audio uh, earphones. They have a pretty good return policy, so my thought is like, hey, if I don't like them, I'm just going to send them back. Well, Um, didn't you purchase these campfires from a third-party seller? I purchased them from Campfire's used market. Oh, so are these not the ones that you bought from the Reddit? Did you buy No, these are different ones. I did. I bought a set of headphones that I sold already because I didn't like them. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, (laughs) I had that mixed up. It was a fast turnaround with those. No, so these ones I got from a campfire has a used market where they like certified uh, pre-owned essentially for cars. Mm. Um, for those of you who don't know, Campfire Audio makes some very expensive headphones, um, but they are, I, I'd say they're worth it. Yeah, Miles, go ahead and tell everyone how much you spent on that. We'll just bleep it out. No, no, no. We'll just bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. Like total cost or just headphones themselves? Total cost. Bleep. Okay, so yeah, the um, fact that we had to bleep that out, um, you can probably take a guess that this is an astronomical amount of cash for like a, at first glance, looks just like a pair of fancy looking earbuds. Oh, they look exactly like headphones that are just colored green. Well, they're not even headphones, they're earbuds. That's very they're important earbuds, for yes. the, like for like people listening, you know, they are earbuds. So when you hear that someone has spent this much money on earbuds, you your immediately first thought, which was my immediate first thought, was like, there's no way this is worth it. There's no way. Tell them, Sam. Tell them. But then I actually got to like plug them in and listen to some music. And what Miles said earlier about like directional sound, like listening to like a concert versus listening to like a uh, like a recording. I mean, okay, I have a very untrained ear. I'm I'm not into this hobby at all but i could tell i could definitely tell the difference um is i have a pair of just audio technica's what mx 50s like they're just standard they're studio headphones they're like recording headphones but they're nothing crazy and just kind of listening to music through my headphones and then listening through miles's headphones i think the first thing that stood out to me immediately was the fact that you could really place where instruments were around you in like a spatial a spatial way that you couldn't with a lot of other headphones and that was cool that enhanced a lot the sound stage is uh one thing that these as Earbuds typically don't have amazing sound stage. Typically, they're very detailed, but they don't have the stage you would expect. These ones have both, uh, which is why they're on the higher end of price ranges. But one thing I think that, and to me, justifies that if you are into audio listening to it, these are something you might want to look at. Not specifically like campfires, but looking at higher end audio equipment is it, it took me from taking, sitting down, listening to a piece of music, and I was like, okay, the music's like... The mu- I'm listening to it. 
it's it's just it's sound that's being thrown against my eardrums it sort of feels like a flat sound being pushed against the eardrums uh, if i'm listening to a song with these it i don't know if it sounds right to say but the best way to like i can explain it is you feel the music it sort of exists all around you like you hear this sound sort of surround your head and you can pick where you're listening to it from so it comes it, it goes from this just static bat like bashing of sound against your ears to this selective process in which you get the chance to experience different parts of that music however you want for me I've found myself now uh, every time I end work just because of the nature of work I like to have a 15 20 minute period to cool down um, just to like to calm my mind down and I've for the past month and a half what I do is I just throw my earbuds in throw some soundtracks and I just crank my chair back and like relax into like I, like I turn the lights off in the room and I just sit there no sound aside from that music no screens on just me laying there and music the experience is so intense that it completely pulls me away from all sense of the world around me the, the work I just did what's going to happen for dinner all I think about is listening to that music and really enjoying it so they've amplified my ability to enjoy things I already did enjoy however it has made other headphones not fun for me which is the worst part about this I love my airpods because they're just so functional I cannot listen to music on them really like they just don't sound right they sound flat that's the best way I can explain the different sound is like flat versus more dynamic dynamic they they feel flat and if I'm listening to anything that I really enjoy like some I have a playlist of like my core soundtracks that I'll listen to some of the tracks in there I just I feel like it's a completely different song listening to my roommate actually was playing dire straits out of his car speakers and I asked him what who made this cup co that cover uh, it was the original song I was just so used to it, the different sound of it that I couldn't recognize the same song through different sound system damn that's pretty crazy it's it's trippy. It's like you get so used to drinking sparkling water, you can't like go back to normal. Yeah, something along those lines. I, I don't know if it's good, but... I can't remember what the last thing was we made a comparison about where we made the comparison of, you know, you you enjoy McDonald's and then you go and have like a $30 burger at like a five-star, like a not five-star, not like five-star restaurant. Many five-star restaurants are serving burgers, but you understand where... Ramsey's burger. Yeah, like you go have a really good burger somewhere. It's like you realize that McDonald's isn't the best there is and not to say that that makes McDonald's any less enjoyable, but you understand that there is like another tier and you... Yeah can't help but miss it mm -hmm. can't remember what our previous comparison was i don't know what that was for but that sounds that sounds but right. i know i know we've used that comparison the before burger here. comparisons or something along the, those the old burger conundrum i think it was it was either a burger or some other kind of food oh it was definitely a burger okay you can I always use it. food as comparisons I know it. yeah because i mean it's very easy it's like mm -hmm. you know it doesn't apply to everything but there is a certain simplicity and accessibility in lower tier like lower priced items where it's like you know you get what you pay for it's an adage is an adage for a reason yeah. you know so i you know i am not convinced to the point that i would go and spend that much money on a pair of earbuds myself like campfires but i cannot deny the palpable difference that product brought to the music listening experience for me yeah and i think that i definitely made the wrong choice by jumping straight into the deep end so to say i mean buy once cry once right yeah 
ish but i i also think that i have i have found something that i'm happy with and i don't need to upgrade which i think is one thing that i've talked to a lot of people both like online and in person about audio equipment and they always are posing the what's your next upgrade question or they're always talking about upgrading of certain parts and i think that this hobby is very expensive there's no doubt about it audio equipment gets super expensive super fast but i just this is where the trying to be uh, justifying of what i do uh, to myself comes in of I enjoy this so much more than anything else I don't need to go further beyond it yeah yeah but I think that the audio equipment itself there are so many pathways you can get into we could have a dedicated uh, episode just about how sound is even sent into your headphones and how you hear it like that's how detailed we can get we can have an hour and a half episode and we wouldn't even scratch the surface it feels like mm-hmm. but I think for the short espresso shot version of what these headphones do aside from that rambling by getting them the experience of them it really comes down to a a detail it makes sounds sharper you know where they are pitch is more apparent to you and it's able to portray distance and space so i think mm-hmm. that's like the, the the really quick like summary if i want to just you go to this timestamp to hear the description yeah i feel like the, the whole idea of a sound stage is something that a lot of people don't expect you know it's like it's something a lot of people probably aren't even aware of when it comes to audio listening yeah. well because a lot of people listen to very bass heavy modern music which i'm not saying i don't i do sometimes but people who are quote-unquote bass heads where they just like the big thumping sounds yeah and like a more electronic or like rap songs Mm -hmm. you're not going to get a ton out of that stage yeah you're going to get something but you have to find songs that were recorded in a way that that difference in location of instruments becomes apparent to you to that end i want to bring up the second piece of equipment that you showed us while you were here and that was that little ipod it's not little i mean it's yeah a okay it's it's a large it's a large lad it's like a, it was like an ipod but not yeah it's a, a fio f-i-i-o um so that is a dedicated audio player so when i i plug it into my Those desktop, still exist yeah so it's a dac a digital analog converter because these headphones are of a higher tier they are more specific on how they want sound sent to them for these ones specifically the the campfires they need sound not sent to them very powerfully they are i think 16 ohms um the ohmage is essentially the amount of power needed to be sent to them to display any amount of sound so you can have big headphones that are like 150 plus ohms that are required Mm -hmm. to power uh, these are 16, uh, so they get okay. very loud. But the thing is, is laptops will overpower them. So I needed something that will be able to understand, hey, I don't need to push all the power in the world through this system yeah, yeah, to send sense. them so they don't have a little background buzzing. Mm-hmm. So this can act as an iPod, a portable player, or it can act as a, I plug it into my desktop and it acts as my desktop's audio interface that's the one reason i chose this over anything else it's just because i travel and i like being at my desk so this fills both of those roles yeah and in the deal world i probably would just have a desk one and i just wouldn't travel Mm -hmm. but traveling is important and i get to see the world so this is the compromise i made with myself (laughs) that this serves both purposes that's getting a dac an amp or a portable DAC amp is sort of where the, you go from the, ooh, I got fancy headphones to the, oh, you're getting your feet wet in the addiction. Yes, I, I completely agree with that. Because I'm like, I want to stop a slight background buzzing that you can only hear if no music's playing. That bothered me. Uh, so I fixed it. Yeah, I mean, and honestly... And I thought about what I did afterwards. I'm like, damn, that's... I I might be uh, getting drawn dude, in. Dude, but like, honestly, 
at the end of the day, you know, you if if you have if you can observe like a difference a um i don't want to say difference a enhancement of your enjoyment of something i think the argument can be made that it's worth it i think it's worth it for me i only will make that jump if it is something that provides to me in either a it can relieve stress it can enhance my ability to work or betters my life outright and for example like the two things that i've done that are in those categories are an espresso machine and headphones Headphones allow me to de- like calm down, de-stress after work, so I'm able to go into the next day stress-free, not carrying anything. They allow my enjoyment on my personal time. I'll just sit and listen to music, which will just brighten up my day. But they don't always add to like my life, like my quality of life. Yeah, it's better, but if I didn't have the headphones and I'm not worried about stress or anything, it doesn't inc- like it doesn't increase that. Same thing with the coffee machine. A coffee machine is something that I do every day. I have a regimen that I go through when I'm at work that is a way to ground myself within a day. So I make sure that I'm present in my work and I don't get distracted. It uses mm-hmm. a timer. Caffeine's very good. It helps me focus in a way, which is helping me become better at work. So those are kind of investments that I'm making in myself through an uh, outside resource. Mm -hmm. And I think that if it doesn't fall within those categories for me, I think that it seems like excessive spending. Sure, would it be fun sometimes? Yeah. Like, would I love a sports car? Yeah, I'd love a sports car, but that's not going to do that for me. So I don't want to make that kind of an investment. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. I'm right there with you. There's a there's a fine line between I guess I guess it's not even as much of a fine line as in the eye of the beholder of what is a worthwhile or a I I hesitate from saying wasteful excessive excessive is probably a better way of saying it um spending it really all just comes down to that person and mm-hmm. how you're viewing it so 100%. I completely agree with what you're saying there it's a it's a good way to look at, at your finances and uh not being like absolutely I guess it's it's still like you know living within your means but yeah like not everyone's gonna have the opportunity to get that but yeah but still willing to do things to enhance Mm-hmm. your what you see in your living space yeah and i think that it's especially true for things that you know will increase your ability to work for me mm-hmm. for my, sure. my capabilities at work the better they are which in turn will affect how much i can earn just mm-hmm. it's a sort of direct comparison in a I way mean, it's, it's not, direct yeah it's not direct direct but like it's 98 percent direct spend money to make money yeah in, in essence there are things that allow me to work at a higher level for a more a longer or more maintained period without having having any issues with burnout. I know that my job and my company is very prone to causing burnout because we like to work really hard. We like to churn and burn. Um, and I have noticed that myself needing less recovery periods when I've integrated that 15 minute, 10, maybe 10 minute midday coffee routine and a 15, 20 minute music session at the end of the day. I have noticed myself a lot less pushing even like the boundaries of burnout that's good even if i'm pulling high hour weeks like 10 hours billable a day if i'm pulling that for an entire week i don't even feel the like the even most remote sense of burnout by integrating those kind of things which in turn allows me to work harder but yeah so i i think a lot of a lot of cases like that you're going to see um benefits in your life for spending that money i think it also goes into that sense of like the reason like the rich can get richer is because you can spend money and not need to spend excessive money to maintain older things or like nice laptops last you longer um yeah you might spend a bit more up front but in the long term if someone has to buy three laptops that third laptop is going to exceed the price of that first nice lap Uh, same thing with like Mm -hmm. helping your work if something helps your work and you know it's going to help your work i think you can very easily justify that as a cost to yourself because of that, mm-hmm. helping someone perform on any level is going to be worth it. And all of this, of course, under the umbrella that it is within your affordable means. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, 
That's very important to remember. Don't buy a $2 million mansion because you think it's going to make you work better at work if you can't afford that. No. But, like, small things that you can do that are very much within your means so you're not, like, overtaxing yourself. I think that if you're hesitant to pull that trigger, just reevaluate it from that perspective. But don't don't do something that's going to tank your finances for the rest of the year or, like, the next six years. That's not worth it. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. No, that's hard to recover from sometimes. And sometimes people don't even ever recover. So if you are in a position where you can maintain a balance in your finances, stay at that as long as you possibly can. Don't jeopardize that at any like any chance. No, that's that's some very you know, it's you say it, it is solid advice. It's I wanna say common sense. But I have learned in the past week that I don't think common sense exists. I am inclined to agree with you. So but um to each their own, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. To each their own. I want to get a tattoo that says common sense doesn't exist. <laughs> Insert common sense here. No, the, the best one, if this is going into our... 404 our, common sense not found. Uh, for our rambling, I'll, I'll get, I got something for you. I'm going to pull it up while we... Because uh, I think we're hitting we're hitting like 30 minutes, so... Yeah, you want to you wanna hit us with that outro? Yeah, well, how was your coffee? My coffee was very good. Uh, I'm still dialing in that new machine for any new beans, so... It was a little um, high weight because um, I weigh the coffee afterwards to see how much coffee I actually created. Mm-hmm. It's the very sciencey method of it. So I was a few grams over what I would expect of a cup. Interesting. Which okay. is I how I can, and I can also taste the slight difference. So it's a bit watery. So what's your expected return ratio? Uh, so 30 seconds, 42 grams is an ideal cup for me. 30 seconds? So I pull, I pre-infuse seven seconds, then I pull for another 23 seconds. At that point, my total time like on my timer will be at 30 seconds. Stop the, uh, the pull. Uh, so knock my handle down. And then I weigh my cup out and it should be about 42 grams worth of coffee. Because I I zero the cup before I start pulling. Mm -hmm. So 42 grams has been the best cup we've pulled so far. I didn't even get to drink it and I'm really mad about it. I had a single sip and I gave it to my roommate because it was his shot. And I'm like, damn, that's the best shot I've ever pulled in my life. Um, (laughs) Really sad. (laughs) So that's you just got to get back there. Yeah, but that's the ratio I look for. With your machine, it's a bit easier for you Mm -hmm. because your machine will is a little bit more guiding on that process yeah and it builds pressure differently yours allows that set time to not to be like the big factor or not be a big factor unlike with mine Mm -hmm. Um, you can't really change the time you can but like you shouldn't Um, so it really is about how your tamp and that really helps you learn how to tamp properly with that machine Mm -hmm. on this machine if i tamp the same i have an infinite pull time hypothetically or as much water as i have yeah um so i have to balance between that all those factors so my grind the amount the amount's stable for me every single time unlike you because you have to change the amount you use i weigh it out to 18 grams and that's all i ever use so it's just uh grind my tamp process is the same every single time there's no difference in it okay i have a mechanical tamp which always pushes down with the same amount of force to the same degree so i know that the tamp's consistent Mm -hmm. so it's about the grind amount and the amount of time for me whereas yours is about the grind the amount and the tamp because your tamp is a free freehand tamp that's something i'm definitely getting used to coffee learning how to i would would say you should you should get uh one of the free tamps like the the kind I have. It's like a press. Work out. 
Yeah, it has like a. I'll send you one. Uh, in okay. essence, it the way the reason it does is make sure that your tamp's always the same. Yeah, shoot a shoot a link over or something. I'll check it out. How was your coffee though? Um, it was a little bitter. I think it's just because of like I was talking to you over the phone. I put too much coffee in it originally, and then had to like backpedal and adjust and retamp and do all this other stuff. So yeah, it was a little strong, a little strong. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to give it another go. With I'd the say decaf. once you get a once you get a scale you're going to be able to use some more measurements to make it consistent. Get that actually more scientific and uh, mm-hmm. consistent. Because that's essentially what that little dial knob on yours is. It's changing the amount of grams, but it's doing it through the amount of time. Yeah, I get that. I so get that. It's, not a, it's not a guaranteed conversion, but it's pretty close. Yeah, you'd be... Uh, how I've been making coffee especially with the mocha pot up until now you would have been very disappointed i don't want to i don't want to think about it you're probably just eyeballing everything oh 100 sometimes i pour straight from the bag miles how does that make you feel if it's pre-ground fine if it's not pre-ground no into the grinder oh okay yeah i do that sometimes you eyeball it though no god no that's with what I'm your saying. machine with your machine i i had eyeballed it once and it ended so badly that i stopped oh i'm so i'm talking about um like if i wanted to make a stovetop I just would eyeball out of the bag into the grinder, grind it. Oh, yeah. If, if I was doing a pour over, I there ain't no measurements. Yeah. My pour it's over like, game is just so guesswork. I need, I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting to this new field of scientific discovery, one might say. Yeah, I learned he did have a scale in his kitchen. I was devastated. You're going to slowly become a coffee scientist. It's exciting. I'm, 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 I'm ready to see where this goes. Your first step in towards the addiction. Yeah. And I'm then sorry. you got uh, your steamer. So you're going to start steaming milk. Yep. Make some macchiatos in the morning. Yes, sir. Some cortados, whatever you want. It's going to be a good time. I did, we, we did find out that like every process of using that machine except the steamer can be done without waking Danny up. <laughs> that uh, steamer is insanely loud. Yeah, it goes and it's a lot yeah it's it's a bit brutal it's pretty loud so other Um, than that everything can be done before i go to work without risking danny having to wake up it's pretty quiet like the the warm-up process it sounds loud when you're next to it but if you're any distance away it it's not any volume the grinder though is a bit loud the grinder is loud that's why i have mostly had my coffee at work and which has led to my inability to get through these subscription bags in a timely manner mm. so this is going to start course correcting a lot of things are you ready for the next two days we're getting the next shipment dude i have not even opened up these last month's bags Sam, the green one's really good i'm really excited they both look really good i just have had no time i'm still working through tiger whisker that's what's in the machine right now. As I had like half a bag of tiger left that I'd been freezing. God. Okay. I'm behind, uh, bro. Because then you you're, gave you're me more. Behind. You gave me more. Oh, yeah, so I was drinking. Sort of the, I was drinking the blueberry, which was so good. I was like drinking all it's this so, other stuff. I wish they brought they make another blueberry because that thing. I'm thinking about that coffee now. So it's dangerous. I'm behind and Ayo I Steven am doing everything I can to catch up, but it is going to be it is going to be a. A grind, dare I say. Quite literally. <laughs> dare I risk being too cheesy? But um, I think that's perfectly cheesy. The odds of Danny having to cut us off at this point are kind of high, so I'm willing to take well, that risk. Here's here's the oh no no here's the final quote we got it we got to do the final quote. The final quote from uh from work is uh you don't want to know the stupid logic behind why the client wants to do this, and I ain't never seen something that just like encompassed all of consulting in a sentence, including most of what ha- happens on this podcast. Yeah no yeah yeah that that too this this progress is just like two clients going at each other. Yeah my professionalism ends at five o'clock i respect that you catch me pre five o'clock yes sir like seven paragraph response nah five o'clock ends i'm like yo dog what up <laughs>